With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following is an episode of the Ace of Geeks podcast. The following episode contains light spoilers for all three books in Andia Holton's Dangerous Damsels book series, the overall evolution of the meta of Taskmaster UK, and various parts of the first season of the anime Spy X Family. We also talk about NaNoWriMo, the secret ambitions of teachers, and the state of Jairus's to-be-read pile. Thanks for listening, friends, and as always, welcome to the warm hug of geekdom. Till we get back to doing live shows just so people can see that dance. <laughs> no one has ever seen mm-hmm. that dance live. <laughs> or at all. But they will. The, they the will. last live show we did, I think we were hosting a movie watch for LARPers. Yep. Yeah, it was for yeah. that. Um, uh, what was that movie called? Uh, it was, oh, it was Nights like Badassery or something. Knights of Badass. Knights of Badass. Bad, yes. Yeah. It had Peter Dinklage in yeah. it, and he was fucking perfect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, he is, was, and will be. Yes. <laughs> the once and future Dinklage. Yes. Um, <laughs> did you see the his version of Cyrano? I have it not. It hurts me every time I remember it exists that I missed it in theaters okay. because I have been, I really waited up for it and then I got sick for a month. Um, okay. Yeah, I didn't see it because I heard there were just like so many different things, but maybe, maybe, you know, once it gets streaming or something like that. Yeah, I mean, at this point, uh, we could do I well. think it's already streaming. It's been like a year. I, I'm sure. It, I'm sure it <laughs> is. Unless it was just like that terabyte that none of the streaming services want to. If we yeah. were to like make a gentle person's agreement to both try and watch it, I would really love to discuss it on here. Um, I'm a big fan of this Cyrano of story, and uh, me too. I love the Cyrano story. So good. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ace of Geeks podcast. Uh, this is a show where four uh, nerdy best friends talk about the things we've seen and done this week uh, that are really cool and nerdy and fun, um, and. Uh, yeah, um, my name's Mike Fadum. I am one of your hosts. Uh, my name is Rowan. I am two of your hosts in a trench coat. <laughs> my name is Mailing Fadum, and I'm three of your hosts in a trench coat <laughs> and a bustle gown. <laughs> and my name is Jaris Margopoulos, and I am an unquantifiable number and position of hosts. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, my. Nice. nice. <laughs> Uh, so what we do on this show is we roll a d4 uh, and decide who gets to go first um, on uh, talking about their thing for this week. Uh, and the die has been cast. Rowan, it is your time to go first. Fuck. 
<laughs> this is this has literally never happened. I've never been more unprepared in my life. Uh, <laughs> God, what has even happened since the last time that we four convened this forum? It's, forum? All, it's only been a month. No, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You didn't think of something before we got here? <laughs> uh, so the thing about being distracted with NaNoWriMo and making a music is that I was distracted making a music and then forgot everything else that was supposed to happen before the show started. So let me offer you a reframe. Hello. Maybe your thing is NaNoWriMo. Okay, so there's... I was going to say, you could just or talk about the music that you yeah. just made. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I'll, I'll talk about both. Um, <clears throat> NaNoWriMo uh, oh, is... No, no, Jairus, you backdoored him into thinking what he's doing multiple topics. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> so NaNoWriMo... Suffer chaos. NaNoWriMo is one of the number <laughs> of events happening in the month of November that starts with N. The other one is No Nut November, which you may or may not be... God damn it! <laughs> Which some of us have already failed. Uh, but you know who you are. Nanorimo is this event where people uh, uh, spend a month trying to write 50,000 words in the assumption that that will be a version of a novel that they might one day actually like edit and like actual full draft and then send to a publisher and have a book. Uh, my version of it that I'm doing, uh, that I've been doing for the last few years, because it's easier uh, time-wise and still really fun and creative for me, is I'm doing a song a week. I'm whipping out my various musical instrumental badiddly doos, and I'm having fun exploring all the instruments that I've collected and making cool beats. And I, in this first week, I have made a song that is literally just uh, a song about sitting and vibing, which I've been told is very effective at creating the vibe of sitting and vibing and also doing something. Yep. Can confirm. Yeah. So very, very much, much vibe. Yeah, very so well. If you come onto our uh, discord, that should be uh, in the Rowan's music channel. And you can listen to that while you do your NaNoWriMo or no nut November or whatever it is that you need to get through this month. <laughs> Our Discord holds many perks. One of these is uh, you get to listen to Roan's music a little bit sooner than everyone else because he tends to post it there. Another per perk of being on our Discord is we do not fucking discuss No Nut November. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> this is the only time you'll hear us talking about No Nut November. So let's all say it one more time. One Two, three. No, 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 November is a personal attack on Jairus Margopoulos. Yes. I, <laughs> I have no problem with us talking about it in the podcast. It's very different than on a uh, Discord. I just want to say that No Nut November is a fascist psyop, and you don't <laughs> fucking have to do it. <laughs> Uh, Rowan, I just want you to know uh, that you actually posted your music in the private uh, for the yeah. host channel that no one well, can see. So you may want to repost it in your Rowan music I, I, channel. I will. Uh, I'll do it now before I forget. Uh, good call. Because it's it's honestly a it's really very, really good is. jam. Like I, I like I like how it's smooth but energizing. So it's like when I'm grooving and vibing, and I'm like, ooh, I'm actually feeling. 
like my energy, my battery is being filled. So that way I can do all this awesome creative stuff that I totally want to do. But instead, I'm just going to play Connections forever. <laughs> um, Nano Remo. Yes. Um, Rhymo. That's right. Nano it's just like, it's just like it, it, it's it's just a tiny rhino. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I guess the other way it sounds like I'm saying that you're going to read something in one month, which for some people would certainly be significant. I don't knock it at all. Um, but uh, I think so. We I think Nano Remo is when you get a uh, uh, a one month trial subscription of like the Amazon book reading thing, and you're like, I'm gonna read ten books this month to make this free trial worth it, and then never give Amazon money. Fucking ten that books right. in one. I mean, I appreciate not giving Amazon money, but oh man, that's a lot of books. Yeah, yeah. My wife is terrifying. Well, you know, not uh, all of us take. <laughs> Not of, not all of us take months to read Stormlight Archives. I, it's a thousand. It it, it was seven hundred pages. It it is big book. It, it was a big book. I, I, you know, you know I how long it took me to read the latest. You know how long it took me to read the latest Sanderson book. How long? Three days. God damn. Days. God damn. I am I am still struggling through my novel, but it's all good. We are talking about Nano Remo. Um, <laughs> are we though? <laughs> Raymo, are you? Are so, you, so I, Rowan, yes. um, how's it going? Are you on pace? Are you? I mean, I've done. I mean, it's only day, it's three. day three, and I've done my thing for week one. I could do more. I'm excited <gasps> nice. to do more, especially since, like, now that I have a, a decent mic that doesn't have latency when I'm recording music stuff, I can actually like do vocals without having to like record it and then be like, Oh man, it's off. But how much is it off by? Let me, let me clumsily wiggle this around until it's in the right spot. Oh, it's in that. It's in a wrong spot partway through. And I'm, it just doesn't, it just, instead I can just record on beat and it's lovely, which is extra great because I got a vocoder instrument that I can use. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to have fun with that on, uh, my next track that I'm going to make, which is probably going to be, it, it's an idea that I've had in my mind for a while. And it's probably mostly going to be a, a song from the perspective of somebody who's leaving, uh, a, an abusive relationship. Oh, yeah. That sounds very sad. And yet knowing nice. you, it will have an excellent groove. So I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes sadness and an excellent groove go together. Ask a lot of me, like uh, emo. I guess I don't know. Uh, I I think emo doesn't really have grooves. It's true. I muse. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah basically, yeah. the vibe. I would say Death Cab for Cutie. Oh, yeah. Sure. Sad songs, yeah, yeah, yeah. but have like a really cool like melody, oh, and then you God. realize what they're actually saying, and you're like, oh my God, I feel like a horrible person. I mean, uh, this is a problem I have with, um, uh, uh, God, what is that band that uh, doesn't practice Santeria? And doesn't have a crystal ball. I have no crystal balls. Uh, Sublime. 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 Sublime is like the music is so good. And then you pause for a second to listen to what you're saying. And then like you're taking the CD out, putting yeah. it where someone can't see it. Or like thinking back to the historical events. Uh, oh, although Sublime's summertime is very good. I will say that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Summertime. They live and in live in I just How's that not a rainbow coming out? <laughs> my mom used to sing me that song every night to sleep. So, you know. Oh. I have a I have a That's right. Yeah, I have a personal connection with that song. That is a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Um I I have a version of it that's sung by Billie Holiday, whom I really love. And then surprise surprise, I uh, had never heard the me first and the gimme gimme versions of it, and then oh, I recently so bought. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> You're right, Mike. It is. It is so good. <laughs> um, but I was going to. Ask, sorry. Uh, woo, this energy is weird. Rowan, uh, would you consider uh, with your vote corner machine if you could make me a robot? Uh, nope, a song about robots falling in love. I could probably do that. Yeah, it's just it's just a question. There's no timeline on it. Just my brain immediately went to just put a vocoder on. Kids, kids fall in love. Da, 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 da. But that's the Orin High School Host Club intro music. So sure, yeah, yeah, can't, can't do that. Can't do. Well, and also, Jaris, you could check out um, Laser's musical "Teaching a Robot to Love." Yeah, Ooh. you would probably enjoy it's that. It's very good. Uh, send me a link so I don't type. Sounds okay. good. <laughs> Wait, no, not right. Okay, yeah, that's that's also good. <laughs> you know, you know, in all in all seriousness, I will never remember uh, if I don't do it right now. Wait, yeah, so, that's fair. I know this. I remember um, now what I was oh, going to talk it, about this week. I was going to do it. Is it Laser Hawk? No, it's Age of Wonders Four. In which, yeah, yeah and for the for the Ace of Geeks of the Week award, if we're doing it this week, uh, Age of Wonders 4, a game in which in your very first game, you can play a race of underground dwelling necromantic rat people who ride spiders. That's yep. fantastic. I believe no. I believe I brought this up on the show many moons ago because I fucking love this game. Or is 4 new? Uh, you've talked about 4 before. Yeah. Okay. But now I'm talking about it. Yeah. Great game. <laughs> now it's a great game. The tell us thing? more. Tell us more. Did you get very uh, far? Uh, <laughs> tell us more. Tell us more. Like, does he have a car? He has a spider. We just talked about this. Yeah. Yes, right, but okay. I, my current game, I am playing a group of uh, chaos paladin or unicorn riding desert dwelling lizard people. Uh, Fucking love yeah, this game. and in no. one of my games, are these all pre-written or no. are you? No, so you get to <gasps> like choose... a small world. It's almost exactly like small world, except with more freedom. You get to choose the race. You get to choose what they believe in, how they act, uh, what colors Ooh. they wear. You get to change the look of your king and also all of your subjects. Yep. Uh, and they added dragons last year yes. sometime as Ooh. like a potential ruler so you can have a dragon yes ruler. you can have a dragon ruler and that one is also the one that has lizard people as a as a playable race that you can have um i hear that uh kind of government's rather draconic <laughs> <laughs> yes uh so <laughs> i deserve that <laughs> yes you do but um, it, it, you, it's up to you how draconian you get with it. Uh, there, this is a 4X game with an alignment system. Specifically, the more good aligned you are from the various contextual uh, options that you pick from various different events that pop up in quests, 
the more good you are, the less people want to go to war with you. Uh, and the faster... Except for the bad people who do want to go to war with you. <laughs> yeah, except for the bad people who do want to go to war with you. But if they do go to war with you, they're going to war with everyone who's been like, you're so good, let's be allies. Let's get you on my yeah. teleporter network so I can throw armies directly to your throne city when it's besieged and kick the living shit out of the evil people who come for you. <laughs> uh on the flip side, if you're playing evil, the entire world tries to go to war with you, but usually you get evil by doing things that give you enough money to be able to fund a huge army to go to war with everyone. So, And also, you deserve it. And yeah. If you're well, unless unless you're just trying not to lose the game and you just happen to pillage a few cheeky tiles to reduce someone's score, like why is that evil? I'm not reducing the population of the city. I'm just burning your farms down. Why does this have to be a conversation? <laughs> um Rowan, I have some concerns. <laughs> Uh, but yes, Age of Wonders 4, truly, truly a wonderful game. And what other game can you have a high, high culture orc who is part of a nature, like they came up from a nature based culture and became a high culture and have your main person be named Empress Anastasia Face Pulper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have the option to use magic to transform all of these nature orcs into angels and then <gasps> recruit yep. that hero in a separate later game when you were playing a different faction. Uh-huh. Whoa. Your, okay, your, hero, cool. your heroes of the past can show up and help you in later games. It's pretty amazing. That's awesome. Yes. How much is this <laughs> game right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm like... Deets. I need deets. I'm learning that Rowan awesome. is better at selling things than I am, because I talked about this game for months. <laughs> I, yeah, I was in the middle of a different game right now, and right now I'm hitting a point in Baldur's Gate where it's becoming very difficult to listen to a podcast mm-hmm. while also getting all of the delicious story in Baldur's Gate. Yeah. And I need a yeah, game that I just don't have to listen to. Yeah. This is definitely a game where reading is optional. If you do decide to read, you are uh, making the writers happy because writers definitely put a lot of work into this, into like establishing lore and stuff. And also at a certain point, it gets really easy to just kind of click through and be like, yes, I want that resource. No, I don't want that outcome. Yes, I'm willing to gamble on this. Give me this thing. Oh, why am I evil now? What's the tactical uh, warfare like? So there are there are two options. It's it kind of takes a page out of Total Wars, the recent Total War Warhammer's books. Of there is an auto resolve option. You can do that. Oh, for sure. Do that if you want. If you're playing a ranged build, the auto resolve will usually be on your side. Uh, if if you want to play it manually, you can, and then it enters a hex based. Uh, kind of tactical combat grid with like terrain features and all of that kind of stuff. And you can move your units around and have them and tell them specifically when to use special abilities. It kind of, it's kind of a, have you played heroes of might and magic much? No, I've watched people play a little bit of it, but I never got into it. Okay. It's a lot of, um, uh, it's the the most important thing that I discovered about that battle system is that you can uh, redo the battle as many times as you like. 
But once you've started trying to do it manually, you cannot go back and auto-resolve it. <laughs> you actually can. They hid the buttons up on oh. the top right. So up in the top right next to the make these animations go faster button, the one farthest to the right makes the AI do it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's that, and you can make stuff happen manually, and you can get to a certain point in the fight where you're like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to lose this at this point, and switch it over to the AI. You can also cast various spells to help your people or hinder the enemy. Uh, one of the fun nat- late-game nature spells is called Exhilarating Pollen, which basically makes it so that the entire enemy army for, like, three turns is distracted and eminently flankable and critable. Uh which is really great if you're playing a morale build because every time you crit against an enemy, your people are like, yeah, I'm going to do that again. And the enemies are like, oh no, they're doing so much damage. I'm so sad I couldn't possibly hit someone. Uh, and then you and then you win really easily. It's great. Uh, <laughs> hmm. See, what I like about that is I'm into games that have a very low bar on giving you moments where you feel like a tactical master Mm -hmm. and like you you really didn't have to think that hard about it yeah like the the easiest way to do that is to play magic spider riders i think uh because the spiders have their own like one hex radius spit move that they can do that also has a chance of immobilizing a huge group of enemies Mm -hmm. while immobilized they're easier to crit uh and then also, if you're going the arcane route with uh, your research, you can make your spider riding wizards gain a teleport move that doesn't cost <gasps> any actions. And then you can Whoa. move them into position and go, Plah! and then, yeah, you win. Like it's it, Yeah. You just win. That does sound like a nightmare. I can imagine as a DM putting that on players and the players walking out of my game. Yeah. These spider riding <laughs> goblins with infinite range that can run away from you before you can catch them. Yeah, it's the worst. It's great when you're playing them, though. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> Are there golems? Uh, I don't think that there is a golem race. There is research you can do to have uh, copper and then iron and then golden golems. And the gold golems are, mm. like, huge. They are, like... Uh, fifteen foot tall, like big, big scrawny dudes with pole arms. That I think because because of the magical research that they're attached to, they also have a thing called Gilding Strike, which gives them a chance to turn enemies into gold, stunning them. But also, if you kill them while they're stunned, you get money. Uh, Oh, yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> because gold! <laughs> oh, okay, sure, for sure. <laughs> it's like, this a rogue move? Or, um, I, I, I might be turned to getting this. Um, I am also, um, you know, right I'm now... I'm so offended. The... <laughs> None of you took any of my recommendations, and now Rowan talked about I it. Haven't bought it yet. My point is, Mike was right. This game is worth buying. <laughs> uh, way to turn it back around. 
Rowan, did you buy the game uh, before or after Mike talked about it? Uh, after. I had been waiting. Boom, Mike. There you go. Cause <laughs> and right, I guess, I guess. All right. Sounds good. Sometimes a cult needs to infect more than one member of a social group before you get <laughs> critical mass of conversion. That, that is true. That is true. Even with public opinion, uh, you need yeah. more than yeah. like... Well, I was about to say you need more than 10%, but we're a four person podcast. We were at 25%. Uh, (laughs) I I can be divisible. (laughs) I I can't make up my mind sometimes. Mm -hmm. (sighs) We are mad. Okay. All right. So uh, are you done done with NaNoWriMo slash uh, Age of Wonders slash your music slash everything else under the sun we just talked about, Rowan? Correct. Okay, cool. I'm going to roll a D4. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Next up is me. Yay! Um, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> Enough of that. Continue. <laughs> I just I was going to let it go. Oh, okay. You know? Uh, Sorry, every time uh, I look at this clip, uh, I'm like, I, I started it, and then I'm like, this is 36 seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, uh, this week, Mailing and I have once again stepped into, and I think this is something we've talked about the po- on the podcast before, uh, the wonderful, oh, definitely. incredible, darling world uh, that is um, the, the UK uh, and now... All of everywhere else in the world too. Uh, show Taskmaster. Mm, uh, Taskmaster okay. is a TV show where um, uh, one comedian uh, named Greg Davies pretends to be this guy called the Taskmaster and be in charge of everything, while his assistant, played by a comedian named Alex Horn, uh, makes up a bunch of ridiculous tasks for um, other for the re- for five guest comedians to do uh and they have to do them all and then get together and watch them and make fun of them together uh and it is just delightful absolutely wonderful and as it's gone on it's only gotten more and more unhinged oh good uh yeah um the 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 latest seasons um the the conceit has started to fall apart in the best possible way and uh the uh, characters are um uh the the hosts are now bantering much more instead of pretending to be like boss and and student and uh it just it, it's not even like boss and servant yeah it, it's it's like yeah it, it's it amazing. sounds like it's we're sister. starting with a bit of a uh zany versus straight man duo sort of thing no it, so like the the character of the taskmaster is very like um he's a very imposing gentleman physically he's like six five or something like that so he already kind of has his gravitas and greg davies used to be a teacher (laughs) and so every now and then he just kind of gets that look you you know know that that look look. when like a student says something and you're like can i psychically do something (laughs) well uh, or it's like if i say what i'm actually thinking I'm going to get fired. Yeah. You know, but like on the show, he's able to say actually say all the things that you're thinking. But, and then Alex Horn is kind of like a goofy looking 
smaller British man. And like the initial series, you know, he was very much like he was basically playing an idiot sort of thing where the contestants would make him do like, yeah, a a very Igor style character. And the contestants would make him do stupid as shit. Like it it was, he, he usually has his bum out in at least one episode every mm-hmm. series and there's been 16 series um but as time has gone on you know we now know that alex the idiot is the one who's actually in charge he's the mastermind behind all of it so you know they don't have to kind of keep up that conceit mm-hmm. anymore but yet they still have they still have this amazing banter and like they're able to enjoy it more now and it, it's just it's wonderful like so now the the whole like point of the comedians is basically to break Greg oh, and Alex okay. good. Good, 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 good. and they're working hard so, on breaking like, each other mm-hmm. too uh, it's yeah. it's wonderful um, it's so the good ta- for those of you who have not watched Taskmaster the tasks are often uh, the tasks are not often always wild. Um, uh, for example, things like um, uh, hit Wallace in the face with a pie. Well, who's Wallace? And they go outside and find Wallace is one of those car wash uh, or car car store wavy inflatable tube men that they have to somehow try to figure out how to. Oh, make face that pie. would be hard. But but then there's always like a thing of like, well, if you hit a different part of wallace you have to join in his dance for like 10, 10 seconds, seconds. Yep. so um, it, it's just wonderful or like there'll be something seemingly impossible like in this pit amongst these pictures of thousands of hands find your hand we took a picture we took a picture of your and, hand at the beginning of the season and there's ten thousand yeah. hands on the wall find oh yours. that sounds logically so, difficult yeah well but then like if you observe around like for example the contest when a contestant noticed that there was a mirror and a laser pointer and so he was like gee, I wonder what happens when I shine my laser pointer in this mirror and it pointed to his hand directly, you know? So right. like, oh, like in a escape Alex room. Always like, yeah, it's basically an escape room for comedians. And they also do like avant-garde theatrical productions, you know? And like, yeah. it's it's just... It's glorious. It's beautiful. The other, the, it also just is a, is a show that rewards you for thinking outside the box. So like yes. one person... Everyone, when they were asked to take a picture of their hand, put their hand down like this, except for one person who went like this, and uh, this is me making a circle with my hand, and none of the uh, other uh, none of the other hands were in that pose, oh. so they did whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was completely by luck, because they were not told yep. when their hand... Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. Well, because I think the the task was like you know find the back of your yeah. hand because yeah. of the saying like i know it like the back of my right. hand and and it's just it's great it's also wonderful when contestants just lose their goddamn minds oh God, yeah um the episode oh, we were just watching sure. yeah, was the task was awesome. uh get this plastic duck into that pond over there um but you can't move from this spot and so one person you can't move from the spot when sending the duck and so one person 
built an elaborate series of tubes uh, attempting to make a waterfall that would get the duck all the way across the yard into the pond. Um, it, the, the tubes kept falling apart and they slowly descended into madness as a task that took everyone else, you know, 15, 20 minutes took them 95 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so where do you watch this? Uh, it's on YouTube. YouTube, actually. Officially on YouTube, not even illegally. You can go to Taskmaster and, uh, and find it. Do they have their own ads or is it YouTube ads? It's easy. Yeah. I I ask because um, YouTube has recently uh, updated their ability to just detect whether you have an ad blocker installed at all and are now blocking. They'll be like, we'll only let you watch three more videos unless you. uh, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which prompted me to buy, to not buy, get a new ad blocker that also got taken by YouTube in three (sighs) days. So now I'm back to listening to YouTube ads. I want to listen to a little space blues or something. Thankfully, usually with the music ones, they only put the ads Um, in the the end, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. I I am intrigued. I think this would be something that I could uh, put on uh, while playing uh, perhaps... Not might and magic. And Age no, of Wonders. Uh, yeah. Wonders. Um, if uh, if yes. you guys would ever want to have Ooh. a Taskmaster watch party, Mailing and I would absolutely oh, nuts for that. Absolutely. <laughs> That'd be fun. We could do that online yeah. too. Yeah. I've done things like that. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Sorry, I'm Any just Any further questions? Up. It's on YouTube. There are 16 seasons of it. It's comedians yep. versus each other versus a teacher who's finally getting his opportunity to tear people a new one like he had no opportunity to at school. Well, it's just, it's so great because being a teacher, there are so many moments where like the kids just say something and you get this this look on your face i think every teacher has has like a look that they get where it's like don't say the thing you're again? thinking don't say the thing what you're thinking. what um and <laughs> just seeing that look on his face when they when these grown adults do something crazy where it's like don't touch the green and then they're like but what if i touch it well i touched it <laughs> yeah is there any uh, bullying or um, sh- times no. where shit gets too I've real? No. Actually, Good. there was this one moment where uh, one of the contestants had to sing publicly. Mm. And um, she was like near tears, kind of like yeah. describing it. And she was just like, it was awful. Like, And then she kind of talked about how like one of her teachers had basically like shamed her from singing oh, no. ever. And so she was just like, it was awful. It was my worst nightmare. And like, Greg was like, you get full points. That was a masterpiece. It, it was just, it was wow. really wow. also your teacher is awful. Yeah. And, and he like ripped that teacher a new one. He was just like, that person is a horrible Ooh, person. I and so teachers rag on other yeah. teachers. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it was just—it was really nice because, like, he generally throughout the series is very kind of British comedian, you know, like 
where they're pretty harsh on each other, but, but yet, you would always tell that they're all in on the joke, which is the nice part. Absolutely. Good. Good. Absolutely. If there's one thing I learned from the reality TV boom of 2008, was it? Um, I don't really like reality TV unless the contestants are comedians. And I think the reason is that when they're not comedians, the engine is how much drama can we squeeze out of big personalities. Um, And then like, on dropout or something, you know that everyone here's spinning a little bit of bullshit and the game is who goes along with who's uh, bullshit. Um, yeah. It's very rare that you get a Brennan uh, mentally breaks down in a single monologue that got me to buy <laughs> on I cannot win! <laughs> I will say, there is a moment like that in Taskmaster. One of the contestants, Jane McCaster, oh, yeah. fucking loses it. Like, awesome. he's, he's, he's awesome. a very funny comedian, and he, I think, expected Taskmaster to be fair, which tells me that he never watched Taskmaster. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it, it's a British show. It's yeah. not going to be fair. And on, honestly, if you like Game Changer... You'll love Taskmaster. You'll love Taskmaster. Okay, so I need to, I need to, I, I need to love pitch Game this Changer. to the world. Uh, I need to pitch this to the world. Okay. And I okay. need uh, Sam Reich and the people at Taskmaster UK to listen to me. Give Dropout the American version of Taskmaster. I know you, al- you already tried to do an American pilot of Taskmaster and it didn't work out, and I totally understand. But just, just, just give it to Dropout. Get, let them take it. They will Dropout do a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, um, Almost every single thing Dropout has produced, I've either been 100% a fan of, or I was like, oh, there is a big psychological hurdle by which I can't enjoy this the way I'm sure other people can. Um, uh, I am sure it is Dirty Laundry, I'm guessing? No, I love Dirty Laundry. I... Um, the amount of subtext that gets communicated on Play It By Ear is so dense that it is too difficult for me to do other things while I'm watching it. And I get this. Is the other person going to pick up on what, on the hints, the thing someone's dropping Mm -hmm. anxiety. That's Um, where the anxiety comes from. I was wondering why I was so anxious watching play it by ear. It's really good. But when you're picking up on people's like tells and social cues, you can see this person's practically tearing their hairs out, trying to get you to see where the song's going. And you're still talking about plumbing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And it's good, but it's like, Slowly, it became something I couldn't watch with a group of friends because everyone else was like, I'm not really feeling this. And then I'm like, I'll just watch it by myself. And then I noticed I got re- like really anxious. And then I'm like, you know, I I think maybe uh, my hyper village vigilance is just too high yeah, for the yeah. show. I'm having similar feelings and I, I couldn't wasn't able to put words to them. Yeah. But but for a for a totally scot free, no psychological scarring will happen at all. Definitely experience. You can watch Burrow's End. We're in the second episode. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I love Burrow's End. 
But I, I really wish the content warning was more explicit. Yeah. It got built up so much in my head that I actually was fine with it when I saw it. Yeah. But I had to minimize the screen for maybe 40 to 60% yeah, it, of it. it um, it's hard to be prepared for that. I, 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 as a member of the audience, did not also expect to be as episode dude. Uh, <laughs> dude. Okay, we got to keep it together. Yeah. Uh, we we're going way off uh, task. Unless someone taskmaster. Task ma- yes, we must master our task by being on task master. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, we, if anything else about taskmaster. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's it. I'm rolling okay. a D4. This is the sound of a D4 okay. rolling down okay. a hill. Very quickly. It's May Ling's turn! Yay! So, for my contribution this week, I'd like to have you pour a warm cup of tea, cozy up in your nice little reading nook, and join me for a journey across the Dangerous Damsels book series. So, um, I just finished the third book in the Dangerous Damsels series by India Holton. Um, The first book... Mike and I had talked about this way back on the podcast. It was called the Wisteria Society for Lady Scoundrels. And it was about a bunch of well-to-do, a bunch, yes, a a brunch. Um, (laughs) That's a collection of British women. Uh, Oh, I was going to say it's a collection of white ladies. (laughs) Or gay men. Um, No, that's a pumpkin spice latte. Uh, Also works for white ladies. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Oh, I see. Or gay people. Oh, no. Are gay guy culture too similar to basic white culture? Don't say that. The gays will come (laughs) for us. (laughs) But um, so uh, in this book series, um, a British society, it's an alternate history British society. So it's kind of like Victorian. Actually, it is Victoriana because Queen Victoria is around. And um, this group of women discover an incantation that allows their houses to fly. And um, so in the Wisteria Society for Lady Scoundrels, you meet Cecilia Bassenthwaite, who is far too practical to be a lady pirate. And it's kind of her wanting to be part of the society, but not really feeling like she fits in. And then, of course, she meets a devilishly handsome rakish pirate and um he's trying to like steal the house and you know they fall in love and it's amazing and because oh my god that could be metaphorical but he's literally trying to hijack their house yeah yeah like literally um and so because it is a modern romance novel it's a little bit spicier than your jane austen but mm-hmm. india holton has just created such an amazingly witty series and it's just so wicked smart i felt like in the first book 
I kind of felt like I was watching Gilmore Girls set in Victorian England. Like, just the dialogue was just so snappy and so smart. And oh, also, like, all I could see was, like, Dame Helen Mirren and um, Michelle Yeoh being the two main uh, matriarchs of the rival societies, like in the movie version in my mind. And it was just amazing. Oh, sure, sure. So the first book loved it. I was just like, absolutely. I cannot wait for more of it. The second book, it turns out that there's another society of British women, but they do. Oh yes. Yes. They consider themselves witches not pirates and so they've taken the incantation and they have used it in alternate ways and so it's a rival society and you know they can't be together but it turns out that they like are kind of friends i didn't like the second one as much star-crossed friends yeah pretty much um i didn't like the second one as much i'll be honest um i didn't feel the romance and the fire that the first book had okay so the first book has a lot of like bridgerton duke and um and uh phoebe vibes of like you know i burn for you like it's it's hot second book i just didn't really feel that between the romantic interests and then in the third book it turns out that the British government has created a network of downstairs spies that they've placed in all of these pirate houses <laughs> and witches' sure. houses. And um, the lead spy is Agent A, and she's she's the best spy in the agency, but only matched by agent B who she doesn't know, but she runs into this handsome devil of a man. And it turns out that he's agent B of course. Good. And then they have to go on a mission where they're a married couple, but they're like, Oh no, I hate you. You're, you're like my competition. And gentlemen, this book is so hot. <laughs> it is so and, good. It is and so there good. Was only one bed. <laughs> oh my gosh. So many times. And like, but it also, because both of them were like foundlings, they were severely abused by the government who trained them to become sure. spies. So it kind of like comments sure. on that. And like, for example, <laughs> there's this one part where, um, Agent B like lightly touches Agent A's hand and she like puts him in a full Nelson and she was like you will not touch me softly I can't stand it so then of course he does like you know the wall thing and she's like oh, oh sure. much better it's like, <laughs> yeah. don't touch me softly got it I'll touch you harder yeah no exactly and it was just like <laughs> Uh, previously so was demeaning. This way, he shows he respects her power. <laughs> no, no, like it. It's it's really good. The third book, like really, really good. And what I love about it, major spoilers, but like you, you see 
all of the various groups kind of come together and it's just a beautiful ending to the series. So highly, highly recommend the Dangerous Damsel series. It's a much easier read than Stormlight Archives because they're a lot shorter and and they are, they're whippy. Like you start it and it just, it goes. Um, So she did a really good job, but yeah. That sounds awesome. I got um, commentary um, that kind of came up in my head as you were talking, trust the British government to take something already fucked up, like upstairs, downstairs classism and make it slightly more fucked up. Um, I love this idea as well that the British government was like, Oh, we can't control you because your houses are flying around. Will you still use our social mores? And we know how to take advantage of that. Uh, it's very, um, uh, spy culture as paradigm war, which I really like. You gotta tell me more about what these witches do, please. <laughs> I honestly, because I didn't really like the second book, I oh. don't really remember much of it. I I want to reread the second book, but it it like. I think part of the reason why I didn't like the second one is I loved the world created in the first book which was all about the pirate ladies and then in the second book because it was focusing on the witch society they -hmm. were just constantly dissing on my pirate girls and i was just kind of like you know what bitches like i don't i don't i don't believe in what you're saying and so like yeah, and it, it just... I stand those people you're making fun of. Yeah, I resent this. Listen, both you and the people you're mad baffing don't exist, but I will take this to my <laughs> right. No, I, I, get, I get very intense about um, my favorite characters, but uh, for sure, yeah, yeah we all do. What they do do is the quality in which you say the incantation determines how well you control your house. So, Oh yeah. That, that if, tracks. If you, and they're all Latin. It's like a Latin phrase. I think it's basically sure. like yip yip in Latin, you know, um, <laughs> but like with that. the tone and, and the like grammar and the gravitas that you do, um, you so basically western ceremonialism yeah. that's that's yeah. exactly yeah. how that works yeah exactly yeah. but it's it's fantastic highly recommend it and like it's just i i just love the idea of all of these like elder proper british ladies just stealing shit from each other and like just being crazy but yet then going oh but my dear you mustn't get a sunburn because it's the great peril you'll get freckles you know (laughs) (laughs) while they're holding someone at gunpoint like like, i like that juxtaposition it's it's fantastic and i want this to be a movie so bad because i'm just imagining that scene where it's like it starts zoomed in on like the matron's face and it slowly zooms out as she's giving like this this lecture on on proper things to like a younger person and then it zooms all the way out showing her holding someone who's tied up in a chair mm-hmm. at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. That, that's oh. honestly exactly how the book 
kind of is. Like, there's moments that you, like, kind of forget that they're they're pirates and then all of a sudden it was like and oh, then right. she slipped the diamond necklace into her pocket and you're like oh <laughs> okay it's, it's called the gentlewoman's um so oh. the series wisteria society of lady scoundrels is the first, is the book. first one and then the second uh, okay. book yeah. is called the league of gentlewomen witches and that- then I'm very intrigued by that second one, book, even though the third it one, does sound a bit. Yeah, go for it. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I was going to say it does sound a bit like the Mistborn. Yeah. Hump in the middle book where you're kind of like, well, why don't we go? This used to be cool, and then the third book's amazing. Yeah, and then the third <laughs> one, the title's just great. It's the Secret Service of Tea and Treason. Mm. That Ooh. is. Awesome. That's the best title so it's, far. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I think I'm going to have to write you a ticket on this level of Britishness. This is much too dense. <laughs> Which is funny because she's not British. The author is not British. She's from New Zealand. I like that even more. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Oh, that's good. It's great. Yeah. I, honestly, people from New Zealand making fun of English culture is always going to be one of my favorite subgenres. Our flag means death. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's so good. It's so good. Highly, highly recommend it. One of my favorite books that I've read in a while. Nice. And um yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's me. All right. Well I don't have to roll the D4. It's true. That wasn't me this time. I think we can all see the writing on the wall. Yes, thank you, studio audience. Wow, they really liked that non-joke. Uh, yes, it is your turn, Jerris. <laughs> so, um, oh, most of the things I have on my list um, are still struck productions and not things that I would uh, want to bring up here until we are ready. However, 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 I recently finished all of Spy X Family Season 1. Nice. Yes! Um, and I don't think I've talked about it on here, or I probably would have crossed it off my list. Okay, so I have a number of notes. Uh, I don't want to get into too many spoilers, because while it's worth it to um, see these things happen, um, a lot of the dramatic tension and the emotional... like I, I care so much more about how these characters develop than, say, how the spy thing goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not because I don't like the spy thing. It's, let me put it like this. One of the episodes I really enjoy is when an attempt to secure the love and loyalty of his uh, adopted daughter, Anya, um, Agent Twilight, uh, or, uh, no, I'm going to get this. Hold on. Uh, hey, Forger. Hey, yes. Lloyd. Yes, yes, Lloyd Forger, um, also known as Hottie McCotpants. <laughs> um, him and his freaking wife are, oh my God, like, stop drawing people like that. I'm very interested in this story. It's uh, not necessary that they also uh, remind me of, like, middle school uh, girls' uh, manga novels about beauty. You know that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> maybe we'll delete oh, that too. We'll see. Okay. Oh, so, um, <laughs> I'm here for the plot. Stop making your characters so kissable. <laughs> I mean, it, 
anyway, I, I, and I will get back to that. But but in this episode, uh, he perfectly recreates the spy show um, that she likes, uh, which is her action adventure and extremely hokey and creates like a live action uh, role play narrative that the little girl kind of goes along with. And the whole spy agency helps him put it on because no one's going to believe that spy agency did this. And apparently human work hours is not a resource that this organization lacks. <laughs> that being said, I really like the episode because the whole time the spy is acting like, oh, this is really cheesy. It's so cute. My daughter likes this. She will never understand the dark truths of being a spy by which I can no longer love her the way that a father should love his daughter. She is but an asset anyway. The show is also very cheesy and treats um, spy storylines with a huge mixture of seriousness and ridiculousness to mm -hmm. the point where it, it really felt like the authors are like, you know, I'm talking about us. You know what's going on here. Um <laughs> This I, I think this is probably highlighted by the fact that the show does not come out with a very strong uh, nemesis character. Mm -hmm. There is a counter-intelligent agent who is the brother um, of uh, his uh, false wife, your forger, uh, who is herself an assassin, who is keeping this entire life of her secret. No one in her family knows. Her brother got through whatever it takes to become the secret police, and no one vetting him ever fucking figured out that his sister is an assassin. But the narrative insists that she is a, uh, I don't want to say valley girl, but a kind of... A little ditzy. Yeah, she she's a yeah, little mentally and socially incompetent in which all of her skills are like in strength and dexterity and mm -hmm. yet nothing in her story would suggest that that is true and mm -hmm. it it really hits the fact that she is obviously falling in love uh with uh, uh Lloyd because he kind of brings this out in her and also the level of breaking composure that he goes through around this family demonstrates how much he is falling in love with them and it's a very like the romantic aspects are not a huge part of the story. It has a lot more to do with like mommy, daddy energy playing house and mm -hmm. what it means to bring about, you know, a home life that you'd want a child to have. Um, and I really like that because this show could have been so terrible for it. Like, I, if the show's thing is, yeah, this psychic uh, little girl who could read people's thoughts and is therefore aware of all her parents' terrible secrets, um, and then it's like, oh, and her uh, life is also total suffering, and it's very tragic that she is being brought into this family with people who ultimately are not supposed to care about her. The show absolutely does not have that attitude. Instead, <laughs> as I've discussed before, it's like, no, their family is a good thing. And besides, despite themselves, the two parents really are coming together. It's a completely different tonal switch than it could have been. Mm -hmm. Honestly, though, like I watched the first episode and I, I want to watch more, but I hate reading. 
And um <laughs> dude uh dub because I really like uh dubs. But I'm, yeah, I'm also you. making a joke because all of my suggestions for the last like four weeks have been books. Um oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I do I, I, I do audiobooks. I don't I don't read. Um but like in the first episode I kinda got the sense that the little girl like slightly manipulated the situation in her favor 100 percent. yeah so like it's not like oh poor little girl being thrust into the situation she's like you're my dad you're, you're gonna fact, adopt me because i can't go back to the institute yeah you're, yeah. you're gonna adopt me whatever you need to believe for that to happen i'm Let's gonna make it. it happen yeah it gives me major hopper l vibes yeah. uh and major uh din Djarin and uh grogu vibes i really like it but you're right the level to which this story is willing to argue hey this child is five years old and can barely keep it to herself that her parents are spies and assassins but also she has 150 percent more competence at her parents' own jobs, not the killing, just the intrigue, than they are. <laughs> it's incredibly entertaining as this show, like, makes different situations fall into her lap and different things that she hears um, so that she is always a part of what's going on. And yet, there is a, as much as she knows what everyone's thinking, the vast uh, social commentary and nuance is not uh, decipherable to her. So we as viewers get to see a lot of like, oh no, this is worrying. Oh no, this is interesting in the thoughts that she hears, but she does not fully interpret them until every like consistently at least once or twice an episode, she Here's something uh, someone says and then immediately analyzes it for the information she needs to know in the exact way a kid does when you say, hey, can you do these three things? And all the kid heard is, oh, by implication, there's chocolate and you're not going to be in the pantry while I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Or it's like totally not. Yeah. Yeah, where the kid's like, in that moment, a master manipulator and tactician, and Mm -hmm. then five minutes later is just covered in chocolate. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like it. I am going to criticize the show, though, to say that yours brother is an unnecessary character who could have been a very interesting and poignant villain, and it instead not only played for laughs, but the level to which... I mean, here's a spoiler. Um, let me see if I can... Thank you. Um, he has incestuous thoughts towards his sister who's drawn very sexually in, like, perfect body ways anime girls often have um, and has completely taken the internet by storm in people drawing, like, cutesy pictures of her um, with hearts and things. Uh, and the fact that her brother is aware of this and does not like... Um, Lloyd, because he feels jealous, is just squicky enough for me that I, like, can't invest myself in that conflict. It's very, like... I mean, I already didn't like this guy because he's a secret police officer. He Mm -hmm. tortures people for a living. But Mm -hmm. also, he's a completely perverted... As a pervert, I'm insulted. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm I'm just going to say that. I, I think... 
Uh, that was kind of like in Sword Art Online, the second season that I always tell people when I'm like, you should watch Sword Art Online. Don't watch season two. Ha. Um, but like in the second season, when you meet Kirito's uh, sister and she's yeah, like super in love with him, like no. it, it's just it's. I'm like, bleh, bleh. and I get like, don't yuck your yum. Some people are into those sorts of scenes. It's just fiction, yada yada yada. But no. the theory that this could have been interesting is right now only a theory because his character is extremely thin. And like, why didn't you just give us a distaff, like dark mustachioed version of Lloyd with someone with everyone's of Lloyd skills so that Lloyd can't fight him by himself. And then slowly the story brings it so that your has to help him with her skills. And that would have been beautiful. And right now it's just a comedy of everyone's fucking incompetent. You know, what's anyway. going to be fun for you to encounter in season two. Is that already out? There's a plenty of this anime out at this point, yes. In season two, you get to deal with the fact that uh, yours brother not only is not the foil for Lloyd, but has a foil who is an agent who's worked with Lloyd in the past, who is jealous of the position that your occupies in Lloyd's life. Oh, yes, the blondely. I, I actually have to say, I love that character, and I love how she fights with Vor, because Vor, your is not fucking aware of it, and mm-hmm. just doesn't fully know of what's going on. And mm-hmm. it, that, honestly, she is delightful. Um, mm-hmm. And I will say, the level of control she tries to exhibit around... Uh, Lloyd does give really cool fandom uh, vibes, but like that's for me in my personal space. You're right, right. <laughs> and if people <laughs> want to treat me for liking that the w- same way that I turn my nose up to this incest plot, feel free. I understand, but God damn it, I can tell when things are written with detail and when they're not. I <laughs> just sat down and found out there's an incest subplot in Spy X Family, and I am sad. It's not... Is it, as, it's, com- is it as annoying as the one in Sword Art, Art Online? Oh my God, no, it's babe. a character who's mostly not there. And we did have that conversation yeah, that already. Conversation. <laughs> I love it. Um, I do encourage people to watch it. Anya is very uh, cute. The characters are charming in their own ways. Uh, there's a lot uh, that has going for it. Uh, but if you are looking for a realistic and hard-bitten spy thriller this ain't it good <laughs> i had a so, feeling yeah, that's my thing no. yes <laughs> like the, as soon as as soon as mailing brought up uh having a watch party for taskmaster my brain was like could we have one for spy x family because i made y'all watch the first episode forever ago before i moved we, and then we, did. we almost I'm watched glad you did we almost watched yeah. the started watching it again and then taskmaster happened and then we remembered loki and Lower Deck. <laughs> i do one one thing when one contestant entry in the ace of geeks consumes another um something else uh i i want to say about actually one last thing uh 
Anya's school is delightfully what Japanese people think European culture is like. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, her teachers are fucking hilarious. And her headmaster um, is super into uh, – well, he doesn't say grace. He, he says um, – um, Elegant. Elegant, that's right. Um, and so there was a period of time, and the reason I can't remember this is there was a period of time where whenever I did like a really nice pour of tea or I wrote my name and it didn't look like shit, I'd say to myself, simply elegant. And I ended up annoying myself so much that I had to stop. <laughs> I was really sick of my own it. shit. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> Yeah, so that's yeah. that's my ex family. <laughs> yeah, nice, excellent. All right, well, that means it's time for to the debate. Um, All right, I'm gonna say starting off, I'm leaning towards Mailing's book series. Um, I agree. I and. 50% of that is on the book series own merits and 50% of it is I don't have $50 to buy Age of Wonders for right now. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair. I, I, as much as I love Taskmaster and I want Taskmaster to win, I feel I have to throw my support behind Age of Wonders 4 because I spent so long hyper-focused on that game while none of you listened to me. <laughs> well, dang, now I'm caught in a catch-22 because I don't think it's actually what that is. It's choice where yeah. you made both of the things. Well, yeah, I mean, I love Spy X Family. Everyone should watch it. Age of Wonders 4 is amazing, and I love it, and I would love to help it win, finally, as it deserves to do. Also, Christmas is coming up, and book recommendations are so... So desperately needed. <laughs> uh, so unfortunate. I, I, God. Okay. Do I need to pull out a D six to determine? Oh, where's, well, do where, where's, no. where's May Ling landing? I know you were celebrating your. Oh, your, my, your my book series. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Because yeah. I, I, I honestly voting block. I here. honestly feel that everyone should read this book series. It is. So witty, so good. It, it's just a pure delight to read. But on the other hand, you only enjoyed two out of three of those books. Yeah, but Is I that need enough to, re- to make it an Ace of Geeks <laughs> award winner. I need to reread the second book because it could just be again that I was being too much of a fangirl for uh, the Bassinthwaites um, who are dragged switch. through the mud. I say dragged. Um, I'm, I'm but also, to back to Taskmaster if you, that's the direction you want to go, since you've enjoyed a hundred percent of Taskmaster. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Okay, I, I'm so sorry. It's late at night. I had completely forgotten about Taskmaster. <laughs> shit. Fair, fair. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Taskmaster because literally I, I did not realize that we have missed out on three weeks of beer. Burrow's End because we've just been binging Taskmaster. Yeah. <laughs> like, we haven't watched Loki. We haven't watched Burrow's End. Is so good. Yeah, we're so behind in everything because Taskmaster has consumed all. 
So okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I have to I have to go All with Taskmaster. Right. Then I will switch my vote back to Taskmaster because it has provided me Ooh, so much Taskmaster joy. Taskmaster wins. Wait. Okay, Wait. then I will go ahead and vote for Mailing's book series. <laughs> and now Taskmaster and the Oh, okay. Series by Andy and Hulton are tied. Alright. Now hold on, hold on. We did this kind of quickly. Let's see if anyone is weak enough to move or strong enough to convince. Jarris. Anyone got any last arguments? Jarris, I I, hold on. I'm going to find a clip from Taskmaster to send you. To, with you to oh, I'm going to send you a clip from the book. Yes! This is an unfair advantage. Okay, okay. You know what? Here's the book. I'm going to send you guys the Penguin Random House uh, yeah. page, and there are excerpts that you could read. Make them fight. Make there them fight. fight. Make them fight. Uh, right. <laughs> or maybe they could kiss. Who knows? Maybe they could kiss while they fight. Mm, that sounds amazing, honestly. <laughs> Maybe they kiss fight. Yep. Yep. Uh, which one should I read an excerpt from? I'm going to go with the second one. I'm really interested in these switches. Charlotte could listen no more in silence. For several minutes now, a young man at the tea house counter had been abusing a waiter with language that pierced her soul. She had tried to behave as the other customers and look away. After all, who did not understand the pain of being disappointed in one's hopes for a warm current scone? But finally her patience broke, and she simply had to speak by such means as were within her reach. Namely, a volume of Dickens she had been reading over tea and sandwiches. Rising from her chair, she cast great expectations at the young man's head and then settled down once more to her luncheon. The young man roared, clutching his head, eyes blazing. He glared around the cafeteria. Who did that? Charlotte raised one delicate, lace-gloved hand. He did, she said, pointing to a dark-haired gentleman at a nearby table. Yes! Several ladies gasped. Her chosen scapegoat, however, gave no reaction. Charlotte was unsurprised. She had seen him enter the tea house earlier and noted at a glance how everything about him was rich, from his long black overcoat to his gold-handled briefcase. She could not imagine him paying attention to anyone he might consider lesser than himself. Indeed, he read his newspaper and drank his coffee as if she had not even spoken. The angry young man had heard her well enough, however. He stormed across to snatch the gentleman's newspaper and fling it dramatically to the ground. The moment was rather spoiled by paper sheets fluttering about, one covering his face and thereby muting his tirade. But he pulled it away, scrunching it within a fist. What do you think you're doing? He demanded, brandishing his knuckles along with the rumpled paper. The gentleman blinked composedly. I beg your pardon? You threw a book at me! Stand up, mister, and face justice! Don't be ridiculous, the gentleman replied, unmoved. Charlotte noted that his voice was rich, too, with a slight accent woven through like gold thread. Compensate me for my newspaper, then return to whatever gutter from which you crawled. You are disturbing the peace. Oh, give you disturbing! The young man grasped the coat lapels of the older and hauled him from his chair. Goodness me, Charlotte murmured, leaning back as the men stumbled against her table. Screams arose from the other patrons, but Charlotte did not indulge in shock. Her teacup was rattling in its saucer. Her sandwiches almost leapt off their plate. If she sat around gasping, luncheon would be entirely spoiled. There's a lot more where that came from. That was super hot, Rowan. That was amazing. (laughs) Yeah, well Um, done. Rowan will be taking uh, uh, occasions to read your audiobooks. Uh, 
there was definitely a moment in that fight where I was like, and didn't they kiss? <laughs> oh, they will. They will. All right. All right. So oh, now I have I'm looking you, at ra- I sent you a link. wrap yourself in clean film and put on the captain's hat. Yes. Um, unfortunately, we won't okay. be able to play this audio because it's copyrighted. So we'll just have to, you'll just have to uh, enjoy thinking about Jairus watching this. Ten minutes later. Okay, so you said this game was not fair, but what I just saw was extremely <laughs> reasonably judged. <laughs> the, ta- the tasks are not fair, but the the reasonable judgment is. Uh... Uh, uh, it is the judgment is absolutely reasonable and fair most of the time. Oh, like the Great British Bake Off, they they yes. have a kind of late, easygoing attitude. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> easygoing may not be the phrase. Okay, okay. Yeah. Thoughts, Rowan? It looks funny, and I would watch it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right, oh, Rowan. You were going for Taskmaster, weren't you? No, uh, no, I'm the, the, the Wisteria Society at all. Mm. The, 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 the vote is yours, Jairus. If you vote for the Wisteria Society, or well, sorry, if you vote for Age of Wonders, uh, okay. then uh, Taskmaster wins. If you vote for Wisteria Society, we tie up and we must discuss longer. If you vote for Taskmaster, Taskmaster wins. Well, Taskmaster was charming, but... Wisteria was charming times forty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, and All right. So we're tied I up. Think so th- I'm still feeling it. Yeah, yeah. So we just need one person to change their mind. So Rowan, we- what do you need? Or we could reward a t- Oh, oh, Brian, <laughs> I see. It's too late at night for me to argue my point that this this show is hilarious and has sustained us for 16 full seasons. It is in 27 countries or something like that. And it's on YouTube and you don't even need a subscription to watch it. Yeah. Which is oh, remarkable. Fuck, that's logic. It makes it yeah. very accessible. Extremely that's accessible. That's true. That's true. More accessible than these books. I already have wait, to buy okay, the audio well, books. What are all of our votes? Because I thought I was doing Taskmaster. Yeah, you and, are on, doing Wisteria. you and I are on Taskmaster, yeah. and Rowan's doing Wisteria. So Jairus yes. is the deciding vote. Uh, yeah, and I'm also doing Wisteria. And honestly, I would say these are two good things. We could reward a tie. As long as I, it's a two-way tie. I don't like ties. <laughs> yeah, well, because the yeah. whole point is we need an ace. Yeah. Not I don't like Jews. ties. They're rough. They're they get everywhere. They get everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just pulling multiple ties out of his ribs. <laughs> okay. So. I have an we, argument. Okay. The argument is neither kind nor fair. But, Mailing, what? You brought these books here. I did. You could, in a moment, Share in that glory, and all you'd have to do is just be selfish. Why would really? it be selfish? I don't know. I'm not evil. I'm not good at this. <laughs> I am rude. No, I just, I'm really trying Jairus. here, but I'm Jairus. not tired to corrupt. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike. Hey, Mike, heads or tails? No. Uh, <laughs> Jairus. Uh. 
you can watch you can watch attractive comedians make fools of themselves and be relatable on Taskmaster, Jairus. I do love that, and there is nothing visual also, in this book series. Also, my wonderful friend, whom I appreciate so much, your to-be-read pile is drowning oh, you. <laughs> okay, okay, so let's look at this reasonably. Am I able to start listening to this book soon, even if, like, someone gifted me a copy or let's say, you know, I, I pulled a, a naughty and, and pirated it somehow. No. Before I have you read this now. book, you must finish Starlight Archives because, my God, I'm about to, like, explode. You need to at least get through Oathbringer, my goodness. That was Mei Ling's impression of a hostage negotiator. Thank you for joining is that us. Was, is that what happens when I cover my, my mic and do the voice normally? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that was no, good. No, no, it's okay. I, I thought it was good. Oh, okay. It's powerful. Powerful energy. <sighs> that is a good point. I could get into Taskmaster very quickly. I, a part of me is like, I said I'd start watching uh, um, uh, Common Writer, and I've had it open in my browser, and I still haven't gotten past the five-minute Dark Geats, for the love of God. Sorry, please continue. But... <sighs> This doesn't have a story to follow. I could easily to, do two things at once. Okay, okay, okay. I am willing to compromise my principles for a bribe. Uh, I so for a hundred dollars, Jairus and I will change our votes. To Taskmaster. <laughs> I don't want money. Money is not interesting. I want a bribe that's going to make me look back at my soul and wonder if I'll ever be uh, clean again. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I can't think of anything. I will. <laughs> it could be an idea. It's not an object. I will, name, be... I will name a character after you in League of Swords. That's pretty cool. Done. <laughs> Done. I switched my vote. Taskmaster <laughs> wins! Woo! That being said, y'all need to read those Serious Society for Lady Scoundrels. Oh, yeah. It does sound very good. Absolutely. I would like to get into it, but apparently I got, uh, you got uh, Sanderson homework. Yeah, yeah you yes. do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, you do. <laughs> my friend. I, I, let me ch- I don't think I physically have the second book yet. Let me check. Let me look. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. They're <laughs> like, we're failing you. <laughs> yep. how, how did this happen? Right? <laughs> we're smarter than this. Actually, though, I do think Jairus needs to read Frugal Wizard. Like, if, if yes. you're if you're going to if you're going to still read Sanderson to be in the verse, um but you don't want to embark upon Stormlight Archives, then Jairus, you need to read Frugal Wizard. It is so your jam. Frugal Wizard does sound so good. It's, it's uh, so I patchet. Do, I, I would really like to continue the the story 
in the way of kings mm-hmm. is very interesting. Mm-hmm. I am here to report that I don't physically have the book. That's okay. why I haven't been. Okay. Reading. That we'll be that. We, can, we can figure that out. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, also, I recently realized that because I backed the Kickstarter for the four secret novels, I technically have. Uh, a PDF version of every single one of the books and the PDF version of Frugal Wizard's Guide has all of the artwork in the margins. Okay, excellent. hmm. Excellent. I do have an e-reader tablet I can use. Mm. All right. Folks, we've Mm. made this discussion. The bribes have been made. Congratulations to this week's Ace of Geeks of the Week Award! Taskmaster! <laughs> I'm sure this is way more exciting for Al- I'm sure this is way more exciting for Alex Horn than that time he won a BAFTA. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, folks, thank you so much for listening to the Ace of Geeks podcast. Um, if you enjoyed this show, uh, or if you didn't enjoy this show, uh, please send us an email and let us know how we can improve or continue being awesome. Uh, Jairus, if they want to email us, how do they do that? A-C-O-F-G-E-E-K-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-I-N-G at gmail.com. That's Ace of Geeks podcasting at gmail. Dot com. Uh, we have two other podcasts. Uh, the first one is Yavin Radio, which is an improvised Star Wars podcast uh, in the style of things like Hello from the Magic Tavern and Lower Decks. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The other one mm-hmm. is uh, Edge of Reality, which is our TTRPG podcast. There's two seasons of that out right now. Uh, the first one is uh, uh, Kids on Brooms. So if you want a magic school without the transphobia, there you go. Uh, yeah. And the second one is Candlekeep. So if you want awkward nerds in a magical library that definitely wants to kill them, especially that chair... Uh, and uh, that, that one's also for you. You can find both of those on our website, which is aceofgeeks.net, as well as finding more information about this show and past episodes and other fun things. Uh, also, if you want to join a fun community, jump into the Discord, uh, which you will find in the show notes below. We've got a uh, still small but growing group of people who are chatting about all mm-hmm, kinds of things, mm-hmm. uh, and will it'll soon be a good place to find that song we talked about that Rowan wrote earlier. So if mm-hmm. you want yeah. if you want to sit and chill. That's where you go. Yeah. Uh, my name is Mike Fadum. I have been one of your hosts this evening. You can find me on Twitter at Vengeance God, on Blue Sky, also at Vengeance God, on TikTok at Vengeance God 2, and on Instagram at Broken Infinity Films. Uh, I already plugged these podcasts. I'm on the podcast. Move to the next thing, Mike. Um, there's uh, uh, You can find me every <laughs> other Saturday on uh, twitch.tv slash uh, Neon Lights Roleplay, uh, playing in a werewolf game called Bite Marks, uh, where I play I play Cal, the sexy alpha. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, when you're listening to this, the first episode of the League of Swords, it has begun. The uh, episode it's so good, guys. <laughs> Thank you. The episode chunks of our live show we did two weeks ago in Burbank uh, will be live. You can find that on our YouTube uh, or on LeagueofSwords.com. Uh, mailing go. Hi, I'm Mailing. Uh, you can find me on TikTok at MLKitty1875. I don't really make videos, but I repost cat videos mostly. That and like silicone mix color mixing videos, they're oddly relaxing. You can also find me every fri- other Friday night on 
uh, Fresh Out the Box Twitch channel playing Avatar the role-playing game. Um, this is Avatar the Last Airbender, not the Navi. And um, I play a Fire Nation engineer, and we are playing in the time during the Hundred Years' War. So... Things are getting interesting. Um, but yeah, check us out on that channel. Jaris, go! Hi, my name is Jaris Margopoulos. If you're interested in any of my writings um, or uh, ritual work in spirituality or occultism, you could find them at firstchurchofthemorningstar.com. Um, our blog's at the same thing, but slash uh, blog at the end. I don't write everything on there, uh, but if the writing is about uh, Sumerian religion, mysticism, intersex spirituality, or uh, non-binary spirituality, I probably wrote it. It'll say my name once you click on it. And there's lots of other good stuff there, too, especially if uh, you are into Satanism, but you don't like fascism. Uh, we have plenty of material for all of that. Rowan, Go! Hello, my name is Rowan. I make a music on the internet that you can listen to in the nope, sound nope, nope, link. No, 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 no. Stop trying to hide your insecurities behind your hilarious <laughs> voices. My, but but I like my hilarious voices. Why can't I let Borat sell my music for me? <laughs> <laughs> Because we don't have uh, the funds. We told you, we don't yeah. have the celebrity uh, endorsement. One day. One day more. Uh, so, uh, yes, I've made a SoundCloud link that has music in it that I've made. You can listen to it at the SoundCloud link in the description of this episode. If you want to listen to more interesting music that's been made using... Uh, some of the more recent stuff that I've acquired or finally figured out how to use effectively, I have uh, uploaded some of that to the Ace of Geeks Discord. So definitely come on in and have a listen to that if you like what you hear in the SoundCloud link. And that's everybody! All right. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening. Um, and before we leave this, uh, before we leave this um, with the way that we normally do, I just want to read everyone uh, this headline that just came across by Facebook that really, I think, sums up everything in the world right now. And that headline is, Baldur's Gate 3's sex speedrunning community is in shambles now that the latest patch requires Lazel to actually like you. <laughs> so and with that, welcome to the Podcast! That was an Ace of Geeks podcast. Hello and welcome. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.